Get your copy of our January-February 2020 issue of Film Comment, featuring our Best of the Decade extravaganza with essays by Dennis Lim, Amy Taubin, Devika Girish, and R. Emmett Sweeney, the top 50 films and key new filmmakers of the 2010s, along with filmmakers, critics, and programmers' picks of the decade. Also, an in-depth interview with Pedro Costa, director of Vitalina Varela, opening at Film at Lincoln Center, and our annual Best of the Year poll, including write-ups of the 20 best films of 2019. Support nonprofit independent film journalism. Support Film Comment. Welcome to the Film Comment Podcast. My name is Nicholas Rapold, and I'm the editor-in-chief of Film Comment. Vitalina Varela is the beautiful new film from Pedro Costa, and it's the cover of our January-February issue. Jordan Cronk spoke with Costa about the film's story of a Cape Verdean woman named Vitalina Varela, who comes back to Lisbon for the funeral of her estranged husband. As Cronk put it in his feature, Costa has been developing his approach into a new kind of dramatic portraiture. He has become a touchstone for an entire movement of contemporary art cinema, ranging from documentary to the avant-garde. Vitalina Varela next screens in the Sundance Film Festival, followed by an exclusive theatrical run at Film at Lincoln Center in February. It showed in the main slate of the New York Film Festival, where I spoke with Pedro Costa about crafting his deeply moving and technically virtuosic film. Let's go to our conversation. Welcome to the Film Comment Podcast. This is a special interview edition. Uh, we are here at the New York Film Festival with Pedro Costa, uh, whose film Vitalina Varela uh, is looking beautiful on the big screen here. Uh, and I'm very pleased to be sitting down with him to talk about it. Um, where where to begin? I mean, this is a movie where even on the link that I had to see it at one point um, to review for this, it's this the power of the images and still come through i mean i'm curious just to start off with uh with the imagery in the film how much what sort of work do you do after shooting uh, in terms of the, the imagery in terms of colors or uh, adjusting it digitally it's an underappreciated part of the process i think mm-hmm. um <clears throat> there's there's um considerable work that we call color correction color correction um yeah i've always liked even if we sometimes or um do a big 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 uh change or in color or in tone even if we go back exactly to the original more or less original colors and, and original take. It's a work I like to do, and I have very good collaborator with me. And it's been for long, lots of films. It started with restoration of. Now we have to do this kind of things for Blu-ray and stuff. So yeah, um, there's that practice of going back to older films and and trying to a little bit of of, of um, the old colors or the old tones so, um, it's a work I like a lot so everything from the editing to the color correction to the sound editing mm-hmm. and mix is, is something that I liked since the beginning and 
Um, I don't know. It's uh, f we work in in very difficult spaces, you know, and with yeah. and small equipment. Uh, we are four working practically in, let's say, in, in this case, in Vitalina's house. Mm -hmm. All of us around the camera. I mean, well, this, our sound director is a little bit, sometimes a little bit absent, but he, while we do the, the light, he's, he's collecting sounds for um, later for... Mm -hmm. for sound editing like children playing or whatever yeah. he, he's, he's free and he walks the, the neighborhood and and tries to to collect things that he likes or that he knows i like and i need especially <coughs> um so the obstacles the difficulties the limitations of money also because we can't have everything, and uh, force us to work more. <laughs> yeah, we like to work. We like to to discover things. We have time. I, I've yeah. I've uh, organized myself and and the shooting so that we could have time. This, this idea that time is money is completely. Mm -hmm horrible for me and and it's a shame that that film cinema got so got so became an enemy of time i mean mm. it's uh it's yeah. stupid because um even more in my case with um, vitalina ventura and all the the other actors they they are not born with all the knowledge and I don't know and all my friends that work with me we're not sure mm. of anything yeah and we are afraid so so it's uh yeah so we need time yeah. and slowly we discover and scene by scene shot by shot and we can work on the shot for days or it happened to work we worked for for weeks mm -hmm. um sometimes the shots are long and they need uh, something solid mm -hmm. they need something um and in general in general everything comes together slowly but at the same time i mean yeah words and and gestures and light and and everything blends together, so the work is done at the same time, and just mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we can talk about a couple of the scenes in particular. Uh, the the opening procession, mm -hmm. um, it uh, even just from the first image that we see, um, it's which is a, uh, I mean, of of the wall being lit, and then slowly the figures are creeping into the foreground. Um, I mean, could you talk about setting up that that series of shots then? Well, <clears throat> um, it's a shot that I knew we knew that we had to to do in in the night mm. because there's there's a lot of people um, 
actually the duration of the shot is much longer so there's much more people the men the line of men was very long there's i don't know 30 or 40 mm -hmm. they're all from the neighborhood and it's we knew it could be could be a long night it was a cold night in winter some of them were are already i mean are old some are not well ill so <coughs> that counts so that counts um, we should be careful but <coughs> we prepared a lot this shot so we went there two or three times we shot it with ourselves Mm -hmm. so that's just doing the the, the yeah. movement the the procession mm -hmm. and i had a certain idea of the light leonardo my friend had maybe his and we met somewhere i always thought it could be a you know like a parade of uh, a parade of uh, old soldiers or something like that or mm -hmm. coming from battlefield from the battlefield or coming home or um, <clears throat> um again we did it with a very limited amount of light i think we we did it with something called um parallel beams which are oh. they are not instead of 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 um lightning directly i mean the spot on someone or a wall or whatever you reflect the light first on a kind of mirror okay so different intensities and, and diffusions exist for these mirrors mm and the disposition and the intensity of the, this light creates a, a, a nice uh, something that we like yeah um, so that was done with that a long preparation two or three days nights uh, preparing and then we did it on in one night mm. <clears throat> and then we did it for the sound just for the sound for the mm -hmm. uh, I mean the steps, and that's very important too. Yeah. Um, but it it it's one of those big uh, uh, big efforts that sometimes we have on the film when we go out when we go out of Italina's room or the elevator or the kitchen or the right. or the toilet. For us, it's like Ben Hur. Or <laughs> Yes, <laughs> this is, yeah. This is the grand, the grand shot. I, I also like how you, uh, you maintain the, um, the outline of the, gr you know, the gravestones in the top right there. I mean, that that seems like quite a challenge to keep that so crisply defined as well. It's a little bit of light too. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. So, and that shot had a little bit of correction. Not nothing false. Let's say no, right. no, yeah. no chromas. No, no. no but it we had to bring some things up uh, some tones some you know some spots of the of the frame needed some more exposition or less mm. shadow etc etc and uh, and something we do in every shot in color correction but especially we try to do it and that's perhaps our 
our um, I wouldn't say obsession, but uh, our care, and we have to take care of that as as seriously as we can, mm. is the skin. I mean, mm. the skin. When we say it's it's a bit cold, and talking like this, but. If you do a close-up of Italian or Ventura, I mean, you should be careful. They have dark skin. They have skin that reflects a lot. Reflection of light is very hard on people mm. with black skin or dark skin. So we have to be very careful and very, I mean, have a certain gentleness. Mm. So we spent long, long, long days uh, doing, for instance, close-ups or medium shots, because I'm, I really need the skin to be correct or what I feel correct, uh, yeah. and not just a, you know, a splash of, of brownish. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, that's something that, I mean, people in you know in in in, in hollywood I, I mean often people critique how hollywood shoots people you know uh a variety of skin tones uh it, it's usually i mean i guess there's that famous essay is it camoli or someone who wrote about you know things that are built into the the apparatus so you're constantly always working against that just to represent in 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 a, in a, in a good way oh so Right, we're trying to get to the um, to to editing to I mean, what what people call post production with um, trying to change the minimum a minimum of things. One yeah. of them is this the skin color, the tones. Get your copy of our January February twenty twenty issue of Film Comment, featuring our best of the decade extravaganza with essays by Dennis Lim, Amy Taubin, Devika Girish and R. Emmett Sweeney, the top 50 films and key new filmmakers of the 2010s, along with filmmakers, critics, and programmers' picks of the decade. Also, an in-depth interview with Pedro Costa, director of Vitalina Varela, opening at Film at Lincoln Center, and our Best of the Year poll, including write-ups of the 20 best films of 2019. Plus, Alex Ross Perry on screenwriting, Phoebe Chen on NYFF sensation Martin Eden, Albert Serra on the scandalous Liberté, along with the reviews, articles, and columns that make every issue of Film Comment a must-read. Support nonprofit, independent film journalism. Support Film Comment. Maybe we can move from that to talking about, I don't know if I have a single scene to, to, to single out of, of, uh, with Vitalina, but uh, because... Just generally, you're doing a form of portraiture, I think, and it's almost like she becomes a. Well, I'm curious. How do you how do you think of her? There's some shots. Do you think of her as? Uh, how how do you think of her gaze and where she's looking? Like, it would be wrong to say she's looking at the camera or into the camera, right? She's, but she's almost is she as if posing for a portrait, or is it more like a, a kind of monologue in a play where someone has a spotlight on them? Or how do you how do you conceive of of, of those shots of just her alone talking and, and remembering? Well, depends. Depends on. Depends. Um, yeah. There's one where she's looking at. She's really look, looking at herself because she's looking in the mirror. Right. Yeah. And the mirror is just beside the camera, but she's looking at herself, mm. and that just plainly came from my days and nights spent talking, just talking about what we were going, what could we do mm -hmm. in the film? 
what were we going to talk about, uh, what kind of moments, what kind of stories, how would it be, if, um, should we write something or not, etc., uh, etc. Et mm -hmm. And <clears throat> those nights and days we spent in her room, the room you see two or three times in the film. We we were there. It's the back part of her house. It's quiet, and and all these afternoons and mornings, she she was always looking at herself. I, mm -hmm. It was uh, it was very beginning. It was a bit strange for me because um, I couldn't understand why she was, and then it became a bit more. Um, made sense a little bit she was uh, I don't know uh, imagining herself uh, a little bit younger and then much younger and then with people around her in Cabo Verde and then I think she was <coughs> doubling or doubling the, her vision I mean trying to you know sometimes in the mirror we're looking at ourselves but at the same time you're completely detaching yourself from mm -hmm. from yourself i mean yeah. you're, it's a kind of strange voyage it's it begins it begins to it's like a kind of zoom or traveling shot and it begins in your eyes and goes <laughs> yeah. uh, and a kind of space journey or something um you become a distant observer of yourself. That's what I mean. Yeah. And she, she gave me this impression while she was talking and um, telling me um, about her life when she was a twelve-year-old girl. Her posture, eyes, <clears throat> became. Uh, I think went that way and became distant became obs observers of that scene mm. um, it was a strange uh, duplication or something there was one vitaline and mm -hmm. another one um, so there's two or three shots that we did where she's looking at herself and then mm -hmm. the mirror is right beside the camera okay it's a trick it was a trick because I remember that, and, and it worked quite well. I think there's, yeah, this yeah. Uh, strangeness um, or uh, almost distanciation. Hmm. Mm -hmm. It's well, it, I guess it's talk with. Yeah, I guess it's literally a reflection. She's reflecting yeah. on herself. Yeah. yeah. Um, other times, she's uh, we did it. Lots of shots, for instance, I shot myself with the camera. I was mm -hmm. at the camera, so mm -hmm. I, I saw her through the camera, mm -hmm. through the viewfinder. Yeah. All the shots in the, um, the last part of the film when she's with Ventura and there's this moment at night where they talk about shadows. and mm -hmm. I shot myself and I'm <clears throat> I was at the camera, so I, I was very, I was talking to her. Mm -hmm. I, I was saying the words. I was doing Ventura's role, or oh. Ventura's, Ventura's, in a way, trying to teach her Portuguese with, yep. with some biblical passages and poetic, uh, yeah, uh, 
um, and I I was not only well, shooting and discovering through the viewfinder I was giving her the dialogue because <coughs> uh, I she had to repeat um, I think I mm, I don't know why it was intuition I, I prefer to be there for her to see me there on the ground with the camera or standing right in front of her I mean uh, you know very close very close um, changed a lot of the rehearsals I remember we did for this scene Mm. She again became <coughs> uh, herself and somebody else. Somebody else. Um, wow. Yeah. That's. Uh, yeah. That's. I mean, does it? Does that feel to you like a? Um, when she enters that that kind of mode, does it feel like a a protective, self protective um, gesture? Maybe sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, I'm not sure if, if I'm, I don't know, Vitaline is not, is um, not, um, she's a fighter, she's, um, she's very reserved, she's a very reserved woman, but she's a fighter, I, there's no, not on one, uh, no, there's nothing of self-pity or mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, uh, the film we did it's mainly around possibly or she told me the worst moment of her life mm. um, a moment where she thought she was going to die too mm. several times and she's not suicidal it's just that the pain was too much. Yeah, <clears throat> the pain was too much. I think she she concentrated her pain and the pain of her mother and pain of all of her sisters and and when I mean sisters, I mean women. And yeah, maybe the village, maybe that island, because this is you know this this has happened and it will happen again. It's yeah. It's the old story. She's it's a little bit what Chris Marker says in Saint Soleil. Oh, I don't know if you remember, but what's what's the quote? The well, in Saint Soleil, there's a <coughs> moment of I don't know, ten minutes. He shoots in Cabo Verde, oh, in Guinea. Oh, okay, I've heard about that. Yeah, oh. Some scenes. Mm -hmm. He goes there to see the the political. Um, liberation movement at that time <coughs> in the jungle in Guinea and then he goes to Cap Verde and shoots a little bit in the market first he talks about um, he does a series of close-ups of young girls looking okay. at him at the camera oh I, I, I presume he's shooting yeah. himself I mean he's at the camera yeah. his eye on the viewfinder he says I don't I never understood why this People say, don't look at the camera. No. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember that. And from, them, from there, he goes to, <clears throat> uh, he talks a little bit about these women. And at a certain moment, he says, um, 
the Cap Verdeans or these are people in this island. There's this people of sentinels. <coughs> Women wait, they're facing the sea and they're like sentinels. Wow. And uh, it's a little bit true. And that's <coughs> that's what, um, in a way, Vitalina, Vitalina was in Capo Verde after mm. her husband left. She was longing and waiting, a sentinel facing the sea. Yeah. <coughs> and maybe because of his death and because of her coming late, because she never saw the body, the coffin, yeah. it just disappeared under the ground. Um, because of all that, her grief, her pain became uh, too much. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't remember why we started. Oh no, no, I mean this, that, but that was very interesting. <laughs> I'm actually. It, it took me to another place uh, <clears throat> when you were talking. Um, because I, I thought of another movie that's at the festival, the idea of waiting hmm. for someone overseas. Have you seen Atlantics yet? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. I'm just no. curious. The idea of a sentinel you were talking about. Mm -hmm. um, uh, well, I, I thought uh, maybe we could finish with um, one scene uh, toward toward the end. I, I hope it's not a spoiler, but, <laughs> but which I guess is a, a kind of a flashback basically um to working on the roof of, of of their house and it's especially striking because everything has been in the night basically and there you suddenly it really feels like you've you know when you wake up <laughs> a bit uh, could you could you talk about i don't know the brightness there and 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 how do you almost how do you convey their 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 youth at, at, at that point i mean the building kind of does it just the constructing they're just starting that shot and some other shots a little bit before mm. in the film. Um, I I just I I was not very convinced until uh, when we got into I thought the last part of the shooting. Um, I knew, and that's what I proposed to Vitalina, that she would somehow get. And you say, get rid of all that, those men, those useless men, that's what she calls them. <laughs> and she would end up a little bit again alone in the house, and maybe she could go finally uh, to the cemetery <clears throat> or not. And then um, I just remembered kept remembering or or that thing came to me often um a recollection a memory of building a house in cabo verde <laughs> and being building a house when she was still young with her already husband but a boyfriend husband <clears throat> and and doing it right, her obsession and telling me this was not, you know, the romance of it. It was the precision in which the house was being built. I mean, mm. the windows, the doors, how the floor, what should be made, the tiles, 
the everything everything out the bathroom should be organized mm -hmm. and and clean and etc etc she it it was so so important for her that i took it as a <laughs> i took it as a metaphor of the film actually yeah um we are builders she is a builder we are builders not less not more maybe not the best in the world but we take care of things mm -hmm. and he didn't he, he, mm -hmm. he did a messy job <laughs> so there was this this you know this uh, he wanted us to that we should understand that that house was made with precision with very hard work and of course with love but mm. the love was never said it was there but she insisted on doors on wood on mm. cement on brick mm. as it is in the film actually <clears throat> and when it, she comes to love she can say it she says you never saw it mm. that's the only the, the last part she says and you never saw it yeah. <clears throat> so i thought mm, such a metaphor of of this, of this work, of a film. The film is also bricks and cement, in a way. Yeah, I thought we all deserve this. I mean, let's go. And so we yeah. went. <coughs> Again, land of pharaohs for us. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. And um, and we did that shot, and I just... I tried, but, well, it was not possible. Vitaline has a son and a daughter, and I wanted them to be in the roof. It's oh. the son, not the daughter, because she was ill. Okay. But it's her son working. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's great. So there's a whole circle. Well, that seems like a very good place to conclude. But, uh, well, thank you so much for talking about the film. You've been listening to the Film Comment Podcast with music by Greg Einge. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Film Comment is a bi-monthly magazine published by Film at Lincoln Center. Since 1962, Film Comment has featured in-depth features, critical analysis, and feature coverage of mainstream, art house, and avant-garde filmmaking from around the world. Visit us online at filmcomment.com to purchase a print or digital subscription to Film Comment. Or check out our app, available on Android, iOS, or Kindle. Get your copy of our January-February 2020 issue of Film Comment, featuring our Best of the Decade extravaganza with essays by Dennis Lim, Amy Taubin, Devika Girish, and R. Emmett Sweeney, the top 50 films and key new filmmakers of the 2010s, along with filmmakers, critics, and programmers' picks of the decade. Also, an in-depth interview with Pedro Costa, director of Vitalina Varela, opening at Film at Lincoln Center, and our annual Best of the Year poll, including write-ups of the 20 best films of 2019. Support nonprofit independent film journalism. Support Film Comment.